it's been way too long and I really miss you. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. Top fives and deep dives with Town and PTM. My favorite director would have to be Martin Scorsese. Followed by. Hey guys! Welcome to Top Fives and Deep Dives. Justin over here in LA. We got Mike in London. Hello, my friend. Yo. Yo, yo. Things are getting a little bit dark today. A little bit evil. Ooh. Well done. We're talking today. Top five actors who always play villains. I mean, they don't have to exclusively play villains, but... Yeah, not always, but lots of times. Lots of times. And I'm going to be honest, Mike. It was kind of a tough list for me because... There there was a bit of a juggle that had to be done, at least for me, where I felt like I came up with a solid, let's just call it 15. Yeah, samesies. Yeah, actors that I thought were great contenders. But then it was, am I going to go with a guy that maybe has less credits, but they're all villains? Or am I going to go with some, you know, massive actor who has played maybe 30, 40% villains in his films, but they're very iconic. It was a juggle. It was a juggle. Yeah, it's tough. I think I ended up with the five people that when I see them in a movie, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be the bad guy, you know? Yep. You're like, I know I've seen him in 10 other things. He's the villain. It's going to be him. Yep. I think I had a relatively similar approach. I feel pretty good about my list. I feel like there was three or four guys I was a little sad to leave off, but you know, you make your choices. That's how it's going to be. I think we just do it. Should we do it? Let's go. Let's fucking go. You want to start today? Why the hell not? I'm happy to go. I'm happy to do that. Um, Okay. My number five. It's going to sound like a bit of a shock. Even when I put it up here, I was like, am I sure? And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this guy's such a likable guy, but he just always plays villains. And that's Ed Norton. Ooh, interesting. Okay. You don't think about him as the villain necessarily, but I mean the score, American History X, Rounders, The Italian Job, Primal Fear, even Birdman, he's the villain. Even in the 25th hour even though he's the main character, he's also still a drug dealer that's going to prison, right? That is true. He does have his moments where he plays like, you know, more of a heroic guy, but... Incredible Hulk. Yeah, but like, he's not been in that many films, and that's a lot of fucking roles as a villain. That is true. It's a deep cut. Well, not not a deep cut. Obviously, he's very famous, but I thought of it, but I was like, sort of what you said, I was like, huh. I was like, I don't know if I can go all in on it, but you're right. It's like he doesn't really have that many roles as a good guy. And you know, he plays, he never just, he's not like he's playing like a murderer, rapist type guy. You know, like he always has layers to his character when he plays a villain. But mm-hmm. and I think that's why he does it because he gets a lot out of it, you know, to show that he's a fucking boss actor. Yep. But he plays some dark ass characters, man. I mean, fuck. American History X is like, oof. I mean, that's yeah. iconic villain shit. 
It's, I mean, Curb Stomp City. Yikes. Yes. Yikes. Dude. Okay. Starting off with with someone that I honestly surprised me by you. I love that. Surprised myself, honestly. So surprise for the both of us. Edward Norton, number five for Mike. So for my number five, I, as usual, as as all of you who listen to quite a few of these, I toiled over this this position and I landed on someone that I wanted to shine a light on that I feel like we haven't talked about too much on the podcast Okay, that I feel like besides having some iconic villains just tends to be a villain quite a bit. And that is Jeremy Irons. Mm, Yeah. So obviously Scar and the Lion King. He is the villain in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Dead Ringers. There's two of him. The recent HBO show Watchmen. He wasn't necessarily a good guy in there at all. Assassin's Creed, that movie. I mean, there's there's many, many more, but he tends to tends to lean into the villain stuff. That is definitely true. And speaking well, speaking a bit to what you said just a few minutes ago about when you see him, you know, when you see certain actors, you're like, oh, he's probably a bad guy. Like when I see him, it's not I'd say as we get higher on my list, I think that even a little bit more. But let's put it this way. When you say the word, the name Jeremy Irons to me, I can't just look at you and spit out a good guy role of his. No, I completely agree with you. Definitely goes bad guy almost all the time. Kind of. I kind of liked his Alfred in uh, what in Batman versus Superman. Justice League and Batman vs. Superman, but I mean... Mm-hmm. That's one of his... Okay, you know what? That's the one good role I can think of yeah. kind of off the top of my head. No, no, yeah, totally. Totally, though. You're you're absolutely right. Even... Uh, what was that movie? Oh, Red Sparrow. Plays yes. Like some other like, general guy. It's like, oh, yep. fuck me. This isn't going to be good. Jeremy no. Irons, you know? You can't fucking trust him. You can't trust that guy. I mean, once you're Scar, you're, you know, you're an iconic villain for life, really. Hard to come back from that. These are facts. These are facts. AKA the protagonist of the story. If you're looking at it from my side, I'm just kidding. Just not. Okay. Okay. All right. That's a great choice. Heavy hitters at number five, really. Mm -hmm. My number four is an actor that you may not immediately recognize him. Like when I say his name, but everybody knows who he is. Um, I'm quite sure of that. So that is Neil McDonough. Oh my God. I know exactly who you're talking about. He's in many a TV show. Yes, yes, he is. One of them, I believe, being justified, right? Yeah, Robert Quarles. He plays yes, justified. of course. I think maybe the first time I was sort of exposed to, not maybe the first time, but like when I was really like, yo, this guy's a great villain is The Rock's Walking Tall. Yes, yes. With Johnny uh, Knoxville as well. Yeah, kind of a great movie. See the original Agreed. too. But, but then like he was just in Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. You're like, oh, this guy's going to become the bad guy. Sure enough, he does. Oh my God, oh my God. Oh, I should just mention one of the things that I loved doing this list was like came up with my list, like we said, right? I uh-huh. was like, okay, these people are always villains. But then I just would run through like the IMDb and be like, oh, what are some of the roles, you know? And then I would discover more roles in things I haven't even seen where it's like, sure enough, this guy's the villain. So like I haven't seen Yellowstone, the TV show. But he's a villain in it. Apparently he's a, apparently he's a villain. There you go. He was apparently like a piece of shit on Desperate Housewives. He's apparently plays someone called Damien Dark in like some DC, DC type shit. Uh, but we just saw him in Sonic the Hedgehog where he's like a weird general guy. And my favorite, 
the very, very, very end of the first season and yes. thus the entire show. Terriers. Yes. Just shows yes. Up and you're like, of yes. course this was the big bad the entire time. Of oh course my it was. God. Neil McDonough, always evil. It's always bad. He's always not a good guy. He's got that look in his eyes. I literally can't even think of when he's ever been a good guy. Like this 100% villain. Just villain. What a what a call. Hadn't even thought of him. Amazing call. Amazing. And you know what? And my number four, I'm going to give us someone also that I don't, I think even more so than maybe than Neil McDonough, you're probably not going to know him by name, Ooh. but if you see him, I mean, you might know him by name, but if you see him, you're like, oh my God, Peter Green. Does this name ring a bell? I have him higher. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Oh my God. 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 Okay. Incredible. Incredible. Wow. I, that oh I did God, not oh expect. God. Oh my God. Me either. Okay. Like, wow. 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 Okay. okay. We'll talk about it later. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Go to your. Oh, sure. Okay. Me number, number three. three. Real icon here. Uh, depending on what era or what types of movies you like, he fits. He, he's all over. So we'll see. But I'm going with the fantastic longtime British actor, Christopher Lee. Brother. I've got him higher. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Apparently, I mean, this to me is a consensus. We've got some big villains out of these two that we just dropped. incredibly spicy. Oh, my No one gets a number three. Well, no, I do because you went first. Peter was my number four. Oh, shit. Okay, right, 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 right. Wow. Okay. Number three. Unless Mike has him higher. Oh, my God. This is for me an actor that when I look at him, he's a bad guy. Even though he does have, especially some of his earlier roles, because he's, he's quite old at this point, he he does play a good guy or maybe a troubled guy, but not a bad guy. But man, starting in the 90s and onwards, this is just, to me, what a great bad guy. And that is the one and only John Voight. Oh, nice. Okay, no, I don't have him. So, I mean, a lot of like... I mean, him and Anaconda is just <sighs> unreal. It's one of the most ridiculous villains, and he's so good in it. Literally just the definition of chef's kiss. Yes, yes. I mean, Incredible. he's the bad guy in Enemy of the State. He's the be- big bad in the first Mission Impossible. That's right. He yeah. is, uh, I believe, I haven't fully watched the show, but I believe he's a bad guy in Ray Donovan. Isn't he like his father or whatever? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen that. But I. But, but what you're saying... If I saw him, I would definitely believe it. Yeah. It's like you see John Voight, you're like, oh, he's going to be the bad guy. Like, oh, you see John Voight, he's supposed to be a good guy. No, there's going to be a twist later and he's the bad guy. He's such a good villain. He's just got that look to him, man. Even in the kids movie Holes, he kind of plays a bad guy. Like, he's just a bad guy. I don't disagree with you. I mean, you're right. Early in his career, he had a lot of different types of movies. But then he just leaned in hard to the villain thing. Even... It's, it's not he's not a bad guy per se, but he's the only unlikable character in National Treasure. He's the dad that's like True. he keeps, he keeps True. trying to convince Nicolas Cage to like, you know, not go like not hunt down the treasure. Some would call him a bad guy for that. He plays legendary racist Adolf Rupp in Glory Road, that basketball movie. Yes. Not good. Not good. Not a good guy. I, I like it. I like it. I hadn't thought of it. I like it a lot. Thank you. Oh, Varsity Blues, dude. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a lot. Uh, wow. Fantastic choice. Absolutely fantastic. Okay. Honestly, that whole I got a whole thrown off by that double, that double, double higher. Double 
Okay, so I'm on two. And this guy is just, he's had a few roles where he's the good guy, but like the resume says always bad guy and the face says always bad guy. He just looks like it. And that is Peter Stormare. Dude, oh my God. He is one of my first honorable mentions, and I I almost had him on the list. Like, I actually started my list, no joke, with him at number two. And then I just, like, had all these people, and it was, like, a juggle. Anyways, so happy you have him on here. And he's got, I mean, he's got, like, three decades of bad guy. I mean, we're going back to Fargo and Lost World, you know, in the 90s, all the way up through John Wick 2, 22 Mm -hmm. Jump Street. In the middle there, Constantine, Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2. John Abruzzi and Prison Break. Prison Break, baby. And then this is another one where like, you know, we were watching some movies for our MTV app and I watched Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Of course, he was the bad guy. Of course, he was the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's what like, I, I absolutely love Peter Stormare, by the way. I think he's such a G. And like, I think he's an unreal pick. The only reason, like, my personal, like, reason why I left him off, which was, like, a a me thing, was that I just love him so much. And, like, I love him in, like, Prison Break, even though he's, like, a bad guy. He, like, sort of, like, you know, gets in with the boys. And, like, it's, like, I was, like, ah, I was, like, he's, like, a he's, like, a likable villain sometimes. And I was just, like, God damn it. But, ah, that is such a good pick. Like. It's unbelievable, by the way, how many credits he has. He's been in, I think, 201 movies or something. That's incredible. That's incredible. And many of them villains. And he does, I mean, he does all kinds of TV too, right? I mean, he's just. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Good for you. And when you see that man's face, he's probably going to be a bad guy. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. The best you're getting from seeing Peter Stormare is that he is a bad guy turned good guy. That's the closest to good guy you're getting from him. That's true. He's got to have a dark past. He's either straight bad, good, but twist that he's bad, or in a rare case, bad, but twist that he's actually kind of good. Or I like Bad Boys too, where he's bad, but he's not as bad as the other bad. Right. That actually is a <laughs> is a thing with him, I feel like, where he's not bit. necessarily like evil bad. He's like almost like we laugh about him, but he's bad. Yeah, he, he can bring a little humor into his character. Yes. Totally. Such a great character actor, by the way. Love Peter Stormare. The best. What a great call. So my number two is an actor that I I really uh, thought a lot about putting him this high. And the more I thought about it, the more, even though, again, like some of these actors we've talked about, he does have good roles where he's a good guy, but he just has too many iconic roles as villains for me to do anything but put him on this list and he's such a goddamn legend may he rest in peace alan rickman Mm. yeah yeah one of my favorite movies of all time one of my favorite villains of all time hans gruber and die hard obvious you know we've got he's the bad guy in sweeney todd he's a not good guy in love actually He's the bad guy in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He's, of course, Severus Snape in Harry Potter, who, spoiler alert, does turn out that he's actually a good guy. But for fucking seven movies, we think he's like, or six movies, we think he's a bad guy. Seven movies. Like, the man 
has an evilness to him and he's 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 a big one i mean again hans gruber one of the greatest villains in movie history absolutely no denying it i mean and he's he's got the look and he i mean a fantastic actor you know and he really leans into the villains in a way that i mean obviously has has stuck with us and stuck with other people i mean between snape and hans gruber i mean those are two incredibly iconic villains yep alan rickman okay guess what we go to number one and insanely enough it's our two hires we had them higher that's right so over to me my number one as you said a name that people might not know a face you would definitely know oh yes peter green oh my god i think to place peter green for people he's zed in pulp fiction yes I think that's where you're going to most recognize him. But what's great about Peter Green for me, Tom, and then I'll let you get in, is that he has done the villain thing like in every sort of tone, like across genre, no matter what type of movie he's in, always the villain. Comedy, you know, obviously we're talking Tarantino, some other iconic action movies. I mean, he's all over the place and always playing the villain. He literally does not have a role that I know where he's a good guy. And I mean, he just, the mask. Unreal. Fucking blue streak. Blue streak. I mean, come on. Then I, the other, like over Christmas, I watched The Bounty Hunter, that movie with, with Jerry Butts. It's, oh, yes. And he's in that. He's like a corrupt cop in that, of course. Yep. Yep. Uncredited role in Training Day. Yep. I don't know why he was uncredited. He's like yeah, a pretty big either. part of the movie. Uncredited role in Usual Suspects. Yep. Of course, again, the villain. And then Town, I'll leave this one to you. I'm pretty sure he's like a villainous character in the Black Donnellys, right? He is indeed. He's the big bad. Wow. It literally ends on a cliffhanger in, involving him, and we'll never know now. But yeah, he's the bad guy in the Black Donnellys, the unfortunately uh, awesome show led by Jonathan Tucker and Olivia Wilde that never saw the light of day after season one. And then other stuff too, like Judgment Night, Under Siege 2. And again, all bad guys, all bad guys. I mean, I was great to see, it was great to see him in The Bounty Hunter, which is like 2010. Mm-hmm. But I mean, from like 93 to like 01, it was like two or three movies a year. He was the bad guy. Like Insane. it was unbelievable. And again, if you can't picture him, think Pulp Fiction, Zed, aka the guy that has Bruce Willis and Ving Rams in the back of the the pawn shop and, you know, has him in like all the fucking gimp gear and is going to like rape them and shit or does rape them. So that's, you know, probably the best visual. Obviously, Mike and I both love Blue Streak. So that's like a if you know Blue Streak, it's like, you know exactly who he is. But man, what a fucking pick. I'm so stoked that we both had him. Yeah, incredible. He's so good. Like. He's a deep cut, but like once you bring him up, it's like, no, he really is always villain. And if you, you know, I I don't know, I'd have to think about it, but I probably saw Blue Streak before I saw Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I definitely did. And I feel like even though chronologically it doesn't work, I feel like that justifies it. Like if Tarantino, with his brilliant ability to cast, can look at this guy and be like, this is the biggest piece of shit of the entire film. (laughs) <laughs> like this is an iconic villain. And then he goes on to be in Blue Streak. I feel like it justifies loving Blue Streak. That's what yep. I'm trying to say. 
Dave Chappelle and Blue Streak is all time. I mean, Chappelle and Martin Lawrence Martin together? Lawrence is un- it's unreal. It's unreal. And Luke Wilson? And Luke Wilson is so good. Oh, my. El Gato in Los Pantalones. Oh, my God. Yeah. Obviously, the famous line, the, oh, my God, how am I forgetting it right now by Chappelle? Wait, just the blood and guts thing? Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It has been a minute, but I'm sure that movie's still fantastic. It's so good. So you got to okay. you got to do some some Peter Green. Peter Green number 1, unfucking real. Over to me, the very talented, the one and only Christopher Lee. Obviously, I'll I'll throw it over to you as well in a second, but to me it's like he's the goat. He's such a big actor. He's been so many iconic when and when i say iconic right now i mean iconic villains dracula in nine films okay yeah i was was glad you pulled that i was like probably like a dozen so yeah nine okay literally nine films count dracula fucking scaramanga in the man with the golden gun that's right hearkening back to our 007 episode that's right with tv trivia pod then of course we have Saruman from Lord of the Rings. I mean, come on. Then we've got, I know, a favorite of Mike's, Lord Summerisle from The Wicker Man. Summerisle, baby. Incredible. Then, of course, the man decides, you know, 007, Dracula, Lord of the Rings. It's not enough. I'm just going to be in Star Wars 2 as Count Dooku and be a bad guy in episode 2 and 3. It's just, I mean... Get, and that's that's like not even close to all the villains. But think about the insanity of the weight behind those villains that were just called out. Yeah, that's and that was what really put him on my list. It's like you know, it's it's not just that he's done it forever; it's that he's been a part of so many different iconic villain moments and spanning so many decades. And and I mean, he's been in so many. You know, British horror films, he's a real legend over here. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there's a ton of Dracula. To the Devil, a daughter is great. I mean, even even when he's in fucking um, Three Musketeers, he's that shady character. He yes. wears like an eye patch. Yes. I mean, a real master. A real, real master. He really is. I was, I'm surprised this is your number one. I got to be honest, and I love it. I, I love knew it. you were going to be surprised, and I loved that about it. <laughs> that is wow i mean rest in peace rest in peace wow should we recap these bad boys let's do it and i would love to dig into some honorables yes uh five to one me ed norton uh number four neil mcdonough number three christopher lee number two peter Stormare, and number one peter green for me number five jeremy irons number four peter green number three john voigt Number two, Alan Rickman, and number one, Christopher Lee. Okay. I wanted to get this sort of just out of the way. Yep. Because it would have been on my list, but I'm just not going to give this guy the credit. Kevin Spacey should have, I mean, he's, the thing is he's been the bad guy in so many things. Yep. And is a shitty person, like to the maximum level, like is an awful, awful. I didn't want to give him credit either. And it adds to it because he's such a piece of shit. But like, no, I can't give him credit. No, I'm with you, though. He's right there. It, I mean, come on. Seven. Usual suspects. Fucking house of cards. Horrible bosses. Yep. Uh, men who stare at goats. Yep. Hopper in a bug's life. Wait, is he a bad guy in Baby Driver? 
Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays Lex Luthor in that Superman movie. Yep, in Superman Returns. And again, even when he's the protagonist, American Beauty, not a good person. Yeah, dude, he he is almost always a bad guy. And he's just got that look, man, that creepy fucking look. And you know why he has that look? Because he's a creepy fucking piece of shit. Yep. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't honor him in the actual top five, no. but I agree. He he needed to be talked about immediately. Here's someone that we can honor for me. Please. Very close to the list. Michael Ironside. Oh my God, dude. I didn't even think about him. Total recall. What scanners, a great of course. Call. The machinist, where he's not exactly a bad guy, but he like still haunts Christian Bale, you know, after yep. he like cuts off his arm or whatever. He plays the fucking bad guy in Free Willy. I mean, how bad do you oh have to be oh to be God. the bad guy from Free Willy? So Even bad. in uh, Top Gun, where he plays Jester, he's not like the villain, but like he's the only one that's a piece of shit of the group, you know? Yep. Like everybody hates him and he's mean to Tom Cruise for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That is a fantastic honorable. All right, throw out a few. Oh, man. Okay. One that is someone who I feel like I didn't personally put on because he has so many roles where he's the good guy also, but he has so many good bad guy roles, especially in the second half of his career. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, right. right. I mean, The Shining, The Departed, Batman, the list goes on. But I mean, those three right there are are big boys. But again, He's also had so many where he's the protagonist, so I couldn't put him on the list. I'd say another person that I'll do two quick shouts right now. Robert Patrick, Terminator 2, Die Hard 2, the new show Peacemaker on HBO. He's got that look, man. But also, again, has some good guy roles, but I think is generally thought of as a villain. One more I'll throw out for now and throw it back over to you. Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, right. Okay. You know, Ready Player One, Rogue One, Dark Knight Rises, Bloodline, the TV show on Netflix. There's more. He's just got that look like he's up to no good. So he's got that look. Funny enough, he's he's a very big actor in Australia and plays the protagonist there. But in the States, I feel like he always plays the villain. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Another big one I had, Gary Oldman. Yep. On my honorables as well. He's, he's, I mean, even recent films like The Hitman's Bodyguard and the sequel to that, but uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, True Romance. Um, he ends up kind of being a dick in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Um, he's the main bad guy in Leon the Professional, Fifth Element. Element. I think now, you know, I'm not, I don't know about this shit, but like, I'm pretty sure Sirius Black is like one of those people that also is kind of a villain, but not, right? Uh, no, he's like a, he's sort oh, he's of a good, good guy. guy. Okay. Wait, isn't he the bad guy in Air Force One? Oh. Am I making this up? Man, it's been a minute since I've seen Air Force One. Yep, yep. He's the, he's the main bad guy oh, in Air Force shit. One. There you go. Wow, I forgot about that. Amazing. It's like, dude, he was like one that was really close to being on my list, but then I like faltered because like, obviously for a lot of people, not Mike, as we know it from recently, Dark Knight trilogy is such a big deal, and he's such a good guy in that that it's yeah, like right, right. sometimes it's hard. But he has so many big ones where he's a bad guy. You know, I've got uh, he, here's a couple that I felt like had more roles. Like these are people that to me are villains. But like when I was looking through it, I was like, actually, I don't know. Like Ilias mm-hmm. Codius. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. He, he's the bad guy in Shooter. Uh, 
a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Yep. Um, and then he plays like he plays like Latus in Shutter Island, right? Mm-hmm. He's also in the killing. Yeah, but like not that many. He wasn't really that many. Yeah. And the same thing happened to me with Cole Hauser. I was like, isn't Cole Hauser always a bad guy? Not really. Only like three times, like in major films. Oh, interesting. I'd say like a couple I had that that are bad guys, but I felt like similarly, I, I guess sort of similar to what you're saying, but one I have, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, yeah. Who, of course, is Agent Smith in the Matrix films, and he has a couple other credits where sure. he's a bad guy. Yeah. But like... Le- again less than you'd think and another one for me like that was willem dafoe yeah some pretty great bad guys in a few things spider-man just comes to mind off the off the bat because of sort of recency but like yeah, yeah totally but he's also the good guy and stuff yeah it just it wasn't as many as i thought he's also the conflicted guy he plays everything that's yes the thing. yes you know? he's just great Walken was a guy I had. I was like, oh, yeah, Walken's a lot of bad guys, but he's oh, also, yeah. you know. I had Ho- Dennis Hopper. Yeah, dude. He's got some big ones. Totally, totally. Obviously, again, another guy, not always the bad guy, but but some big ones. Blue Velvet, Speed, Speed and he's got that look, too. 24, even, season one. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I think that's going to be it for me. Yeah, I think I think that's good for me as well, too. It's been a fun little app right here. This was fun. Yeah. And this was, like I said, it was a lot of fun to research and be like, oh shit, I've literally just seen that or and never seen this. Or like, it is also great when like you just pop on something now, you know, like you haven't yep. seen it. You're like, oh, my, here we go. Another one. Another one for the another one. I knew it. Oh, I fucking knew it. But yeah, this is, I also, you know, as always, people should hit us up, but I'm very curious, you know, to read the comments on this one. I wonder who else we've missed and who other people think are like oh this guy always a villain yeah i me as well so definitely hit us up let us know if there's anyone we did miss i'm sure there were a few and yeah if uh if you can and you haven't go on apple podcasts leave us a five-star review subscribe to the podcast it's all free helps us out a lot in getting noticed and getting on lists so we really appreciate it if you have done that or can do that it's been great guys and we'll see you next week peace out top fives and deep dives without a ptm 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 Director would have to be Martin Scorsese, followed by Quentin Tarantonius. Wow! 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 Wow!